What's up, friend? And welcome to the podcast. I'm Nikki Sunshine, your host, and this is Become a Relationship Badass, where I bring you powerful interviews, and sometimes it's just me talking about things, (laughs) all in service of helping you to create badass, intimate relationships in your life. I do believe that the quality of my relationships strongly affect the quality of my life, And so with that, I'm here to help as many people as I can create high quality, unbreakable, truly fulfilling relationships. Thanks for being here and let's get into the episode. Hello and welcome back or perhaps welcome for the first time. To each of you brave and beautiful badasses that continue to say yes to growth, yes to living a life of love, yes to opening your heart and expanding your mind, I truly love and appreciate each of you here. So thank you for being here. Today I'm bringing you episode number 20. What? 20 episodes, y'all. For some of you who have been with me since the beginning, that's five months we've been together through this beautiful uh, audio platform here. So I just feel so honored to be making episodes for you all for five months. Yeah, just really excited about that. So today we are going to be talking about what I call love funds or your relationship bank account. And I'm really excited to share this with you guys. Um, I think it's a really digestible and understandable way to frame safety in relationship, essentially. But before we dive in, I want to take a few moments. I've got a couple announcements. So first, I just want to say um, I am going to start beginning every episode uh, with a little bit of gratitude and appreciation. This is how I start my days in my life. Uh, This is how I like to really start anything, and I like to infuse gratitude into everything I do. So I thought, why not do this on the podcast? Um, Shout out to Neil Satin for the inspiration here. He is the host of Relationship Alive, Relationships Alive podcast, another really epic podcast on intimacy and relationships, if you're all interested. So today I just want to share a few really meaningful appreciations, and I have so many, so I'm going to, as I said, just start every episode out this way and highlight a few beautiful humans Um, So today I want to appreciate, first I want to appreciate um, my best friend. Her name is Noelle, Noelle Mandelfo. She's probably listening to this because she always does. Um, Noelle, she's my best friend, but she is also my biggest cheerleader, my greatest support system, constantly delving into my 
my content, my podcast, my posts, giving me feedback. And, you know, that's just shit she doesn't have to do, you know. Um, She goes above and beyond in the realm of friendship. So I just want to take this moment to appreciate her and her constant support and encouragement along this really frankly scary journey of entrepreneurship and you know building a brand and building a business so um thank you noelle i want to thank my business coach jenny jenny kiran simply the act of hiring her has has put into gear so many ideas and opportunities have you guys ever had that where you just make a decision a powerful one, perhaps an investment in yourself, a big move, a big shift. You're going to quit that job you've always hated. And before you even take action, just making the decision, you can feel a shift. Has that ever happened to you? Um, That's what happened when I hired Jenny. And so I'm just so excited for our continuous work together. And um, truth be told, I need a business coach, (laughs) y'all. My strong suit is coming here and um, sharing amazing content with you and stories uh, my strong suit is not emails and product funnels and such. So, um, Jenny, shout out to you, sister. Thank you so much. And um, I'll do one more appreciation. I want to appreciate my, to be clear, I have so many teachers and mentors in my life, past, present, future. And in this moment, I want to thank Jason Gaddis of the Relationship School. Um, I invested with him into a $10,000 training, and that training really was a catapult and a catalyst for me um, in starting my business and transforming my life and changing all of my relationships. So I just want to say thank you, Jason, for starting the Relationship School. Um, He also has a really badass podcast called the Smart Couple Podcast. If you guys dig this relationship stuff, you'll you'll love that one. Um, so yeah, shout out to Jason Gaddis of the Relationship School. Noelle, Jenny, Jason, um, I'm just taking this moment and thinking and feeling you guys and my heart is swelling up and I just want to say thank you for all that you do. Mm. Yeah. So, um, just a couple more announcements. As many of you know, if you follow me on Instagram and and all the other places, my partner and I have been on this amazing journey the last couple months, um, moving his business from our house to this new lab. Um, I also work for his business. I run his extraction lab. And so it's, I've talked various times about kind of the chaotic state we've been in and um, the stress and just the long nights at the at the lab, putting in the plumbing and, and setting it up. And so we now have the entire lab running, <laughs> which is amazing. So for the first time in a, a little over a month, we're fulfilling orders again and I'm extracting stuff. And um, yeah, there's just a, a feeling of like relief. Oh, we did it. And We're going to start weaning out of those, you know, 10 p.m. nights at the lab now. So just wanted to share that with you all. Um, There's a little bit more openness and space in my life than there has been the last month and a half. And that feels really good. And, you know, also just appreciating the ebb and flow of life and our days, right? 
sometimes I'm feeling pretty loosey-goosey, stress-free. You know, I'm working on stuff, but I'm feeling really supported. Um, sometimes I'm feeling a little more in the weeds and a little more chaotic. And to be able to handle all of those states with grace and skills and confidence is part of the work I do here um, at Relationship Badass. So yeah, the lab is up and running. Just wanted to share that with you guys in case you've been following my journey a bit. Finally, I would like to announce, I think I alluded to this, but I didn't fully announce it yet. Um, It is official. I will be leading a couples workshop at Arise Music Festival this year. Um, Arise Music Music Festival happens in Loveland, Colorado, and um, it's a beautiful gathering. It's music and art and yoga and all of the things. So um, it's a very big family event too. There's like this epic, you know, kids zone and... um, Yeah, I just really am excited to teach here. This is my fourth year at Arise. This is actually the first kind of social festival event I attended after my mom had passed. And she passed just months before the festival. I had already signed up to volunteer, and so then my mom unexpectedly died. And as the festival came up, I thought, should I just cancel? You know, I'm really just not necessarily feeling it. I'm obviously was deep in my grief. And so um, I ended up going. Something inside me said, you know what? Just go. Like, if you don't go, you're just going to sit here in your room crying all (laughs) the whole weekend. So I went and man, let me tell you guys, I have, I, I am still blown away by how held and cared for and loved I felt at that festival. And so I just have so much love for Arise and thank you to Ava who reached out to me and asked me to lead the couples workshop. It's gonna be called Amplifying Love. It's gonna be tools and mindset shifts and uh, practices to amplify the love in your relationships. So more details on that to come. I don't know exactly which day I'll be teaching yet, but um, I know it's gonna be good. It's gonna be a couple hours long. And I have a beautiful, beautiful friend and colleague named Sean, Sean T. Shout out to you, my friend, who's going to be co-leading it with me. And I'm so grateful to him. I kind of asked him out of the blue (laughs) after I basically had a dream that showed me that him and I were are meant to do beautiful work together on this planet and I just said hey do you want to co-lead this workshop with me and and he stepped up and and um, has decided to do that so um, I'm just feeling so supported and loved and grateful for this opportunity so if you're going to arise let me know y'all like I want to know if you're going to be there if you listen to this podcast and you're going to be at arise let's connect um y'all can reach out to me at relationship badass on instagram you can send me a little dm Uh, you can send me an email, relationshipbadass at gmail.com. I love to hear from y'all. So if you want to send me an email with feedback on the podcast, what you loved, maybe what didn't resonate, Um, if you want to let me know you're going to be at a rise, you know, if you have an idea of something you'd like me to cover, um, all of these things, you can just reach out to me and send a little email. It makes my day. I love to hear from you all. So yeah, 
I believe that's all the announcements I have. Um, and of course, I'll just, I say this every week, but if you've been served by this podcast, feel free to leave me a review. Um, scroll down on your iTunes app, a rating. All you have to do is click a couple of stars, leave me a written review. All of this is so helpful to me. So if you've listened to three, five, ten episodes and you've been served, um, and you want to thank me, you can, a, a powerful way to do so is to leave me in iTunes review. Hmm. Amazing. So yeah, I think that's all I have for you guys. Um, yeah, let's not waste any more time diving into this juicy episode on love funds or your relationship bank account. And today's episode is brought to you by Relationship Badass. Relationship Badass is a community of inspired and driven individuals who choose to show up every day open and ready to learn and grow into a more loving and available version of themselves. I'm Nikki Sunshine, the founder, and through my business, I host group workshops, I teach small group coaching programs, I have a couple online classes, and I also offer one-on-one support or couple support on a monthly basis. So if you're interested in checking out my brand new offerings, head over to relationshipbadass.com. You can look at the coaching tab to learn about my monthly support offerings and my emergency hotline services. You can also check out all of my juicy blog posts, free videos, epic podcast episodes, and much more. So head on over to the website, relationshipbadass.com, to start your journey today. All right, so love funds. Love funds. That is funds as in funding, um, like the funds of your love. (laughs) I like how that sounds, love funds. Um, You could also refer to it as your relationship bank account. And so what we're talking about today is this relationship bank account. And this is something I came up with um, basically as I have been on a mission to figure out the answer to this question. Why is it that some couples, for some couples, a small hiccup or challenge or burp um, is no big deal and they can kind of, you know, they might be momentarily disrupted, but they can kind of ride through it pretty gracefully um, without a big blowout. And then for some, some other couples, that same little challenge or hiccup can lead to a huge catastrophic fight or blowout. Um, why is this, you know? And so this is a question I've been really curious with for the last couple of months particularly. Um, if you guys follow my blog, one of my most recent blog posts on safety kind of starts to address this. And I just find it so interesting. Um, in my own life, you know, my last partnership with my ex-partner Evan, <clears throat> was definitely the type that a little hiccup or challenge would lead to a big explosive blowout. 
I now share a partnership with my beautiful, sweet Warren. And um, with him, we still have those same little hiccups and challenges. And they can, they can, you know, put a little road bump in our, in our ride, so to speak. Um, we might have to stop and, and deal and resolve, and it could be a little bit uncomfortable for a few minutes. But typically, we can resolve these little things really quickly. And it, and it truly is like a hiccup. It's like, oop, we got a little hicked up there. We came together, we worked it out. 10 minutes later, we're good to go. So I'm like, why? What's the difference, right? What's the difference between couple A and couple B? <clears throat> And so um, I've come up with this thing called love funds. I want to say that a lot of what I'm, this love funds idea was um, inspired by, you know, a lot, of, a lot of my research, but particularly John Gottman's work. <clears throat> he is a, he's, a, you know, a relationship guy as well, but he is a researcher. And so he's actually created an institute along with his wife, um, they work together where they actually take couples in, you know, standardized testing situations and they can measure different things. They, it's also very scientific. And so the Gottmans, um, they have what they call, what's called the Gottman Institute, have actual scientific data on relationships that comes from studying different couples over many, many years. Um, so for all of you science nerds out there, like, like me who likes to see the science behind stuff, um, you can go check out the Gottman Institute. They have tons of amazing information. So love funds. Think of love funds as your relationship bank account. <clears throat> and so this is, so if you're in partnership, just imagine that you guys have this bank account, okay, between the two of you. And so throughout your days and moments together, you both are, consistently either depositing into your relationship bank account or withdrawing from your love funds or your relationship bank account. And so what I notice is for couples who have a good amount of savings stored in their love funds, those are the couples that are able to ride those small challenges like skilled and calmed professionals. Now, if your, your bank account, if your relationship bank account is dwindling and there's not much in there, um, that's when a little tiny hiccup can kind of lead to a big, a big problem. And so what I think of in terms, let me kind of go through what would qualify as a deposit into your relationship bank account and then what would qualify as a withdrawal. And that will kind of help you paint this picture here. So deposits in your relationship bank account are things like what I'm about to describe. Genuine appreciation. You guys know I talk about this all the time. Um, finding genuine moments to appreciate your partner and then sharing that with them, right? So it's not just having the genuine appreciation in your head, but sharing it with them. Literally, it can be the littlest things. I love this example. Um, so let's say your partner is supposed to take out the trash. That's like, you know, his or her duty. I'm just going to go with a really heteronormative example in this moment. And I want to say that I'm holding space and love for all human beings. Um, 
so let's say you're a woman dating a man and um, it, you know, it's kind of like his job to take out the trash. That's an agreement you've made. And so he hasn't been doing it. So you kind of get on and you're like, hey, you know, when, when I come home, the trash is full and smelly. I just feel, I feel kind of frustrated because we had this agreement. And so then, you know, a, a couple days later, maybe the trash goes, you know, a day longer than you want it. But then you come home one day and the trash is taken out. The tendency here is often to criticize our partner for not taking it out the day before, right? So, hey, I thought we talked about this. You, I, yeah, you took it out, but you should have taken it out yesterday. Um, that's actually a withdrawal, so we'll get into that. Um, but instead, you could see, wow, okay, he did take it out a day later than I wanted, but he took it out. What progress, right? Baby steps towards what I want. And so then you could use that opportunity to share a genuine appreciation and say, hey, I noticed you took out the trash. I really appreciate it. And so what this does is, A, it puts a deposit into your love funds. So now you've just upped the balance. It also, in a way, trains your partner. Because now your partner's like, oh, wow, she just hugged me and thanked me. That felt really good. I'm going to take out the trash again. Whereas if you criticize your partner for not doing it exactly how you wanted it done, say a day late, they might think, well, geez, I took out the trash and I got yelled at. Fuck that. I'm not doing that anymore. You see how that could work? So genuine appreciations for big things, but also little tiny things. Even if it's something that you're like, well, you should already be doing that. You can still appreciate someone, right? I appreciate Warren all the time for cooking food. And it's like, I cook, like we pretty much split it 50-50. We both cook and we eat the same kind of food. So we're both cooking. Um, so it's like, sure, I could say in my head, like, well, I cook half the time. So I would appreciate you for cooking. But I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm making a deposit into my love funds. <laughs> Thank you for making this amazing meal. And it's genuine because I'm so grateful I get to sit down to this hot meal and I didn't really have to do anything to make it. Like, damn, what a gift. So genuine appreciation. Heartfelt compliments. This is another deposit. Um, you know, just like, wow, damn, baby, you look sexy right now. Or, you know, I really love the way that you rearranged the kitchen. Thanks. Like, I, re I really love this. It looks great. Um, hey, I know you had that big project. How'd it go? Wow, that's amazing. And, you know, I, I saw how hard you were working and I just, I really admire what a hard worker you are and how determined you are to complete your goals. So these are all examples of heartfelt compliments. They come from their heart. They're genuine and typically when received, they touch the heart, right? Because they're heartfelt. Um, acts of care. <clears throat> So these are simple, you know, little things you do for your partner that you know might help them without even needing to be asked, right? So if I'm like, if I know Warren, let's say I know Warren needs something. I'm just going to come up with some random example. Let's say he broke his teacup, okay? So I know he's in the market for a new teacup. <clears throat> and then I go to town and I'm grocery shopping and then I come across this teacup. I'm like, oh, 
And I think, oh yeah, Warren broke his today. He probably, I know he still needs one. So then I pick up the teacup, right? And I bring it home and it's like, here, I got you a new teacup. Um, it's an act of care. It's like, I was thinking about you and did this thing because I knew it would, it would, um, you know, it would help you. It would support you. So acts of care, that's another deposit. Holding space. And I actually put a little asterisk here. Holding space kindly. Um, so, <laughs> and I just say kindly because I have, the, I mean, I'll just own this. This was me and I've also seen it in other people. You know, if you, if you're holding space, but you're kind of frustrated and you're like, I'm holding space for you. <laughs> it's like, the intention is there. I feel you. You're trying to hold space, but maybe you're a little too triggered or annoyed or frustrated to actually do it with kindness. Um, so I might not consider that as much of a deposit um, as when you can really just say, okay, take some deep breath. I see you're triggered over there. I'm feeling a little triggered, but I feel a bit more resourced than you look. So I'm going to breathe and just love you right now. It's okay. I can hear you. What's going on with you? And I'm just really holding space um, from this kind, you know, I'm doing my best and it's, and it's come, it's, it's with, it's infused with kindness. Um, that's what I would consider a deposit. <clears throat> um, intimate, safe connection. So every moment you share where you lock eyes and just convey kindness and love for a moment or you know, you're walking from the car to the house and you just hold each other's hand even for 30 seconds. Um, you know, maybe you wake up in the morning and you turn over and you just snuggle into your partner's chest and give him a kiss on the cheek. It can be just those tiny moments um, of intimate, safe connection. And of course, it can also be big moments, you know, a really special day spent together, um, a a really intimate date night. Um, you know, maybe you finish cleaning the kitchen one night and a song comes on the radio and you say, will you dance with me? And you just share a loving dance with your partner. All of these intimate, safe connection experiences are deposits in your love funds. So all of these things are deposits. Um, actually, I'm, I have a list, but I just, something came up for me I'm gonna add right now is, is praise. Um, so that kind of goes in with it compliments and genuine appreciation, but just praise, you know, like Warren will do something and I'm like, damn, babe, you're a fucking badass, you know, like just genuine praise in a moment. It could be a three second compliment praise. So all these things are deposits. So as you go through your days, every time you're, you know, sharing genuine appreciation and heartfelt compliments, acts of care holding space in a kind way, uh, sharing praise, creating intimate, safe moments of connection. These are all just putting deposits into your relationship bank account. So I would argue that if this is all you and your partner are doing, you've got millions in the relationship bank account and you guys can probably handle little challenges and hiccups with really not too much of an issue. That's just my guess. Um, I don't know any couples like this. I wish I could say I was this. <laughs> me and Warren only do deposits. Uh, it's just not the truth. But if you're out there, please reach out to me. I'd love to interview you guys for the podcast because um, I'd be really curious. <clears throat> so these are deposits. Now let's talk about withdrawals. So here's the deal. If you and your partner are depositing all the time, 
but you're also withdrawing just as much, your bank account's sitting at a big fat goose egg, right? So withdrawals, criticism. This is huge. Um, Just that snarky criticism, you know? It's like, gee, you always do that. Gee, you never do that. Gee, when are you going to man up and take care of this family? Uh, You know, can you stop being so emotional? I can't even handle your emotions. You know, you're so, you're too much. Uh, Geez, you never listen to me. You don't care. All of these, you guys, these constant criticisms, it really, it really affects people. And um, I think what happens is over a really long-term relationship, so I'm talking years, 5, 10, 15 years, if you, if you and your partner have been in this state of kind of disconnect, kind of brushing things under the rug, and there's, a, there's kind of a flavor of contempt weaved through the relationship, uh, it can be really easy to start to adapt these criticisms. And um, I've seen this in some of my clients, like couples that I work with, where they don't even realize they're doing it. But just almost like every couple of minutes, a criticism with that tone kind of comes flying out. Oh, yeah, you never care about me. You don't care what I like. <clears throat> Those types of things really take a toll. And so every single criticism, I'm, I'm considering a withdrawal from your account. So let's say you give a really beautiful, genuine appreciation in the morning. And then later in the afternoon, you just kind of snark. You know, maybe you spend like 20 minutes with this beautiful, genuine appreciation. You're just appreciating your partner. And then later, you know, something happens and you kind of give them a snarky criticism you basically just canceled out your beautiful appreciation (laughs) from the morning. Um, So I really just want to invite anyone listening to just notice, just first up, let's just start to notice in our lives where we are being critical. And hint, hint, um, a great place to start looking is with yourself. Are you really critical of yourself? What does that self-talk look like in your life? Oh, you fucking idiot. Did you do that again? Oh my God, you never do it right. Jeez, you're useless. You know, what What does that look like? How do you talk to yourself? Because in my experience, the, the regard in which I hold myself is often reflected into those around me. So criticism, blame. Y'all know I talk about blame all the time. Um, I like to shift blame into an invitation. And so if you're coming to your partner and saying, I'm not happy and it's your fault, or because of you, this isn't working, or geez, you can't figure shit out and now we're screwed. Um, so I, I'm not going to talk about this too much because I, <laughs> I feel my passion arising and I have blogs and videos and, um, you know, I'm surprised I don't have an episode on blame on itself yet, but I will make one. So with blame... As you know, if you've been following, when someone gets blamed, they shut down and put up their walls because it's a defense mechanism. Um, Feeling blamed feels like an attack to our nervous system. And so the automatic response is to kind of put up walls and protect myself. If you're blaming me, I'm going to protect myself. So once my walls are off and my heart is closed and my guards are up, it's pretty hard to have a genuine, like, connected conversation, right? So blame is one of my intimacy killers. Um, And so blame, it's a withdrawal. Complaints. This kind of goes with criticisms, but just that complaints. Ah, 
nothing's ever clean around here. God, we never go on vacation. Gee, like, you know, we all we ever do is hang out with friends. We never get time one-on-one. Just, just kind of that complainy energy. It's another withdrawal. Contempt and contemptful content uh, comments. So contempt is, is that lack of respect in your partnership. It's where, again, kind of going back to that, you always do this, you never do this. Um, it's like when you really just don't have respect for someone, you know? Like, um, maybe they say, like, no, I, I really care what you think. You're like, you don't care. You, you assume you know them better than they know themselves. You kind of assume everything they say is a lie. And it's just a feeling, you know? You can kind of feel contempt in the air. It'll be like, this is how I know a couple has contempt. Here's a really classic example. So a couple's in a conflict and, you know, one, one let's say one partner's like, well, you said that you don't care about me. And the other partner says, no, I, I didn't say that. I, I, or I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. And the other, not the other partner says, well, it doesn't matter what you meant because you said it and I know it's true. That's kind of that flavor of contempt that's easy to pick up on. It's like, even though this person, the one partner is genuinely trying to say, I didn't mean it. I know I said it. I'm sorry. The other person just like can't even accept that because there's such a level of disrespect in the partnership. So contempt, contemptual content, comments, and manipulation. This is a big one, you guys. Um, a lot of us have learned, whether it be through society or our caregivers, our parents, TV, um, that manipulation is like a easier way to get what we want in relationship. So instead of having to go to my partner and get vulnerable and share my needs and express my feelings, oh, that sounds scary and, and risky. Um, I'm just going to try and like navigate it all over here. Ooh, I know. Um, you know, so I'm just going to put this to an example so it's easier to understand. Let's say you feel as if your partner's not making enough time for you, okay? And so you feel like you're not a priority, you want more intimate time together, but you're scared to go talk to them because they could reject you. They could say, what do you mean? I always give you time. You, you don't know how it's going to go. So you sit there with it for a long time thinking, oh, man, I just, I wish we had more time. And then one day you and your partner have plans and, you know, you're supposed to, they're going to call you at five and then you're going to make plans to meet around six, let's say. And so your partner calls at five and you purposely don't answer the phone, right? You're like, I kind of want him to worry where, wonder where I am. You know, I finally got him where I want him, right? He's trying to make plans with me. So now I'm going to work this so that he really wants it. Anyone out there know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I will just own that I have been guilty of this in the past. Um, it's been quite a few years for me, like more than three probably since I've like play these games as I talk it, but it's a very real thing. Um, and so manipulation is another withdrawal from your love funds, guys. So criticism, blame, complaints, contempt, and manipulation. All of these are withdrawals. So for me, I think, this is kind of just a theory I'm playing with, but I, I truly think that the, essentially the safety that is present in a partnership has a lot to do with these deposits and withdrawals. 
And so if you're in that partnership where you're like, yeah, seriously, like one of us leaves the cap off the toothpaste and then it's like World War fucking three over here, you know, like, God damn, <laughs> why can't why can't we just resolve these uh, with grace? I implore you to look at your love funds and examine, you know, how often are we making deposits and how often are we making or taking out withdrawals? And so I do just want to say, you know, Warren and I still make withdrawals. And I bet if I talk to Tony Robbins and Sage Robbins, they still make withdrawals. <laughs> and I bet if I talk to Jason Gaddis and Ellen Bader, they still make withdrawals. So um, these are just some really amazing couples I look up to. And yet what I'm trying to share is perfection's not a thing for humans. It's a thing for robots. And so I, I hope you don't leave this episode thinking, God, man, you know, we do make a lot of deposits, but we do make withdrawals. We suck. It's not like that. Um, I simply want to offer up this sort of new way of looking at safety in relationship and, um, you know, kind of challenge you out there to, to look at this. And maybe you're listening now and you're thinking, damn, me and my partner do, you know, we, we don't mean to, but we criticize each other all the time. No wonder, you know, we've been making so many withdrawals. Our, our bank account is negative. Um, and so maybe you're thinking, how do I bring this up with my partner? I would just go to them and say something like this. My love, darling, are you available for like 10 minutes? I have this new idea. I've been listening to this badass podcast and I just want to see what you think of it and see if maybe we could try implementing, you know, this idea into our relationship. Yeah, sure, I'm available. Okay, great. So yeah, there's, you know, and then you kind of go into it. There's these deposits and withdrawals. And and what I want to implore you when you go into this, again, don't forget what we're talking about here. Don't come into it blaming your partner for making all the withdrawals, right? Let's use invitations. Make it about us. So, you know, I've noticed that I, I know I love you deeply and I know you love me, but we tend to criticize each other more often than I'd really like to. I don't know. What do you think? You know, and so kind of leave it... Bring it up with this open, like, we-ness, not like, hey, you blame me all the time, which is a constant withdrawal, which is why our relationship sucks. Our bank account's negative, <laughs> okay? I don't think that will go very well, um, so I don't recommend that, but play with this. And um, my call to action for you this week, if you're listening, is to pick a single deposit that resonates with you of the five we talked about. So we talked about genuine appreciation, heartfelt compliments, acts of care, kindness, and intimate, safe connection. And see if you can challenge yourself. Just pick one and say, you know what? I want to make an effort to do more acts of care for my partner. And I'm going to start today. I just made an Instagram post about this yesterday. So Monday the 21st, if you want to go look at it, but it's about, you know, I challenged myself to do this with Warren, except it was with appreciation um, a while back. And now, now it's, it's so second nature. Um, I often prelude his name with my, my sweet or wonderful Warren or, that beautiful man, and that's just something that I have trained myself, 
and they're genuine. I mean it. And um, I'm just always thinking, man, how wonderful is he? How can I appreciate him more in this moment? And I think those deposits have really, really, really helped our relationship. You guys, our love funds are booming right now. So um, yeah, this is it. Love funds, deposits and withdrawals. Um, so yeah, that's that's what it is, you guys. Um, I'd love to know what you think of this. I feel pretty excited about this. I think I'm going to bring this into some of my courses because I just see how... I feel this is really easy to break down and understand. Um, so please give me your feedback as always. Uh, Y'all know you can send me an email, go to the gram. If this episode served you, please screenshot it and put it on your story on Instagram or in a post. Tag me, but then also tag people who need to, who need to hear this shit, right? We all have that couple friend who we love <laughs> and it's like, oh, I love both of you. You know, two of my friends are in a couple, but damn, all you guys do is fight, <laughs> right? So tag those friends. They need to hear this. Um, fuck yeah. All right, y'all. Well, that's all I have for you today. Um, please tune in next week. I have an amazing guest, Alyssa Neal. She was already here on episode, I don't even know, I think it was like 14-ish um, maybe 12. There's you, there's me, there's us was the name of the episode. And she is so magnetic. Um, ladies, this episode next week is going to be especially potent for you men. I think you could get something out of it as well. So tune in next week for that interview on women and cycles and how to navigate that tricky terrain and how that plays into our relationships. Right. But until then, please Go out and be yourself. Remember to breathe and do your best to infuse love into any moment, situation, human that you can. And know that you are absolutely magnificent as you are. You don't have to be perfect to receive my love. And there's nothing wrong with you. <laughs> Just remember that, please. All right, y'all, beautiful, badass souls. Thank you for being here, and I'll catch you in the next episode. 